Hello, hi. This is the second time that I'm trying to record this podcast for you. And all these petty little spiritual attacks. I am wondering, perhaps, is there something about my message today that the devil doesn't want this to get out to many people? But that's okay. That shows that we are on the right track, and perhaps there's something very important in our message today, which means that if you do listen to it, that's going to be something so useful for you. Okay, are you ready? So today's episode is a follow-up or a complimentary that's going to help us、um, from what we learned the last time. In the last episode, we learn about how to end things when we know that there are patterns that God show us that what we were doing formerly is not His best will for us. Today, we're going to learn about what is considered God's best will for us, and how do we recognize the signs and patterns when we are moving into and walking in. God's destiny for us. Very, very important topic. I know from your responses to me that there are many of you listening out there who are sick and tired of going your own way. You do not want the subpar life or existence or survival that the devil has you living, where you're trying to make ends meet. We are trying to soothe the pain. That is not the kind of life that you want to live in in the next ten years, for the rest of your future. And I want to warn you first: this episode is for those who are serious about God. Because what I'm going to share with you are only for people who are hundred percent committed to God. If you're not quite sure about God, or you love yourself too much and you can't commit to God, and you tell God, "But God, what if? But God, what if I give up this? Then this is not for you." Because the blessings and the experiences that I'm going to share with you is going to be so mind blowing that if you're not hundred percent committed to God, you will not be able to hold the glory. And I'm talking here about a mind attitude and a heart attitude of commitment to God. It's not about your ability. You do not have to be capable or be able to walk hundred percent with God. But you desire earnestly. You made up your mind. You say goodbye to the world. You say you're not gonna follow what the world is doing. You're gonna live for God. Then yes, this is for you. Recently, God has been teaching us a lot of things, as we are changing our scenery, and we do feel the changes that are happening to us right now, and we do feel the shift of the new paradigm that we are moving into right now. So it's new for us, as for any of you, and we are still learning as well. And so the knowledge that I have today, what God has taught me, is not 
the end of it is going to be added on is going to be increased or expanded as I walk this path with God. So last week we learned about what signs God shows when he wants you to end certain things. Today we're going to look at the signs that God shows clearly if you are walking in the will of God. What are some of the signs and experiences that will happen to you? Some of them you may expect, some of them may be shocking to you, but what will happen to you if you are currently walking in the full will of God, walking towards your destiny? Which also means that if you kind of assume that you're walking in the right direction of God, but you are having none of these miraculous things happen to you on a regular basis, then you need to rethink your position and do not just rely on your assumption that I'm safe, I'm good. But ask yourself, is God showing up for me the way that he should show up? And he will if you are doing his will for him. Now you see, if you are going forward into a place that God sent you and you are sure that he sent you to do this, he will show you by miraculous signs that will happen along the way to show you that firstly, God is with you and secondly, he is able to provide for you and to bring you into that place, that land. Exodus 23 verse 20 says that God will send his angel before you, going before you, leading you, guiding you, and you need to follow him into the place that God has prepared for you. So meaning that when we are entering our promised land, God will be before us. God actually initiates that he goes before us and we have to obediently follow him in order to assess our promised land. And for those of you who have tracked with me for a while, you know about threshold crossing and you know that whenever we want to cross certain threshold into our destiny, there are dangers and there are resistance along the way. If we are not prepared or it's not the right timing for us, we would not be able to cross safely into our calling. The crossover into your destiny is an important season for you and that's why God knows and that's why he is going to make certain provisions for you and give you certain instructions in order for you to cross over safely. When God is leading you into something, you will notice that He will prepare the provisions that you need in the new place or to do the new thing that He asks you to do. For example, if God asks you to quit your job, and start a business for him, God knows that you need capital to start the business and he will miraculously bring to you the capital that you need in order to start the business. 
So if you say that God asks you to do certain things and He's not giving you miraculous provisions, then you need to suspect and think whether is this what God wants you to do or what you want to do yourself. Receiving the provisions of God to do certain things that is needed even before you know that you need this thing but God has prepared it for you is a sign that you are walking right with God. And the provisions that He furnishes you is not just money, it's not just material, it can be spiritual, it can be emotional as well. It can be social contacts, it can be knowing certain people that will open doors for you, it may be knowing certain people that have the right skills or capability to advise you or to help you. These are all signs that God is working to lead you in a certain direction. Another great sign to know that you are walking in the destiny that God has for you is the quality of the solution that God has prepared for you. Now I know that we are all smart, thinking, intelligent human beings and we can come up with many good solutions ourselves. But do you know how a creative solution from God looks like? When you see a solution of God for your life, it's going to be so wise and so great that it's going to blow your mind. God shoots one arrow and it can kill many birds. It can take care of yourself, your needs, your wants, your requirements, your family, your current situation in life. God's solution is just so mind-blowing that with one effect, it has many good effects on different parties. And that's how you know that it's a creative solution from God. So when you see such solutions based on the ideas or the direction that God has given you, and you see that it's not just going to fit you, it's going to benefit the other people that interacts with you, you will know that this is a masterly solution. It's more than what a human mind can think of. And sometimes even, the initial idea or solution that God tells you may be so different from the worst intelligence that you may not accept it. It doesn't look that way in the beginning. But as you work it out, you will realize that, hey, it looks like it's customized for me. It actually takes into account what are my hopes, my dreams, my desires, my hobbies, my life situation, my family. And you know that God is involved and you know that God's wisdom is so superior. And as you walk out God's destiny for you, 
one of the signs that you will experience is that, especially if you are doing a new thing for God, let's say you have been formally doing this set of things and you are very proficient in that because you have done it for a long time, but this time round, in the shaking, in the shifting, God is actually asking you to do something new that you are not familiar with, but God asks you to do it. You're going to start like a newbie. That's when you ask for God's guidance because you are new and you're kind of lost and you're not you're not quite sure how to start. And you will find that actually God is so good; He's going to provide you like the idiot's guide. To this new thing that he's asking you to do, and God is willing to teach you, to guide you step by step, to bring mentors to you, to bring ideas to you, to bring guidance to you, so that as you walk one step at a time, you will start to learn and acquire the new skills that God has for you to do the new thing. The next sign, the next sign that you will experience if you are walking in the will of God, is resistance from the enemy. A certain level of resistance and pushback from the enemy that doesn't want you to enter new ground to expand your territory is a sign that you are maneuvering new spaces in your life. You know when we are stuck in one place. And we're doing the same things for very long. We fight the same spiritual warfare over the same enemy for a long time. So we think that we have become good at fighting that spiritual enemy. But as we start to move, start to gain traction, and start walking with God into our new place, you will find that. Your scenery changes, and therefore the enemy that you're facing also changes. I'll give you an example to help you to understand. In the past, when you were still maybe half committed to God, the kind of enemies that you will face is perhaps temptation, seduction. Uh, luring you away, trying to influence you, trying to tempt you away from the things of God. But if you are now mature and you are committed to God and you are determined that you want to do this for God, the type of enemy that you face may no longer be temptation or seduction because the devil knows that this doesn't work. So well on you anymore. You may actually face more、um, violent enemy that confronts you and demand that you stop what you're doing and give up on your goals for God. So you may face confrontational types of enemy that rob you instead of trick you or manipulate you. Just be aware. The types of enemies that you face may also shift. Therefore, another mark of God walking this way with you is that He will know in advance what type of enemy you will face, and He will also provide for you the way and the means to overcome 
and to defeat these new enemies. So hear me clearly. I did not say that you will not face any enemies if you are doing the will of God. I say that you will face enemies, but God will give you the ability to overcome every enemy that you face. In the book of Nehemiah, when the Jews were rebuilding Jerusalem, they were not able to rebuild in peace because the enemy was angry that the Jews wanted to rebuild their destiny from God and there was resistance against the Jews in the form of Sambalat and Tobiah. And in the end, if you look at the book, the remnant of God, they had to build at the same time as hold the weapon to be ready to fight. So they build and they fight spiritual warfare at the same time. It was concurrent that the progress was made. So as we progress in our destiny for God, we are prepared to both build and to fight spiritual battles to win the new territory for God. I want to bring to your attention some common enemies that many of those who are serious about God we seem to be facing in this season. So look out for them and see if you face any of them as well. One of the popular forms of attack that Satan likes to do to people who are doing God's work is discouragement and belittling whether in the form of being ostracized, being ignored, or being defamed, being accused. Um, it's to tear you down and shred your reputation so that you're not able to be an effective witness for God. So the enemy doesn't want you to have any impact or influence and doesn't even want your voice to be heard, to be effective, to share God's precepts that will help mankind. Sometimes, this kind of accusations or belittling can come from people around you, from your colleagues, from your family, from your church members. It can also come from yourself that you tell yourself that you can't make it, you're not good enough, you don't have the skills. So keep a lookout for this because having awareness of the spiritual attacks is half the battle won. Another type of attack that was recently brought to my mind that the devil likes to do in this season is actually exhaustion, physical exhaustion. So if you're somebody who tries to eat healthily, who tries to exercise and you have enough sleep, but for some reason you are always tired, you are unnaturally tired for no reason, exhausted to the point whereby you feel like you can't really get out of bed and you can't do anything much and you feel like mentally you want to do a lot of things for God but physically you feel so out of energy, out of drive, out of steam. Consider whether it is a spiritual attack. And of course, 
the most common one that the enemy uses to keep us out of our destiny from God is timing and seasons. So you know that when you are able to enter into your full destiny, it's not just going to benefit yourself, but it's also going to benefit the people that God cares about. It's also going to advance God's work. So the enemy doesn't want God's work to be expanded, and so he's going to try all ways and means to stop you from entering into your full destiny, living for God. And to do that, he may make you make the wrong decisions, choose the wrong directions, go the wrong way, be late, don't show up, and miss your season. Now you understand that there are certain things that God does that is customized for you and there are certain things that God does that moves the world. God does certain things in sometimes in the world. And in order to capitalize and gain the momentum from what God is doing in the world, which is also in sync with what God is doing in you is to move in tandem with the seasons of God and the timing of God. So if you are out of season from what God is doing in the world, you are in detour, you are somewhere else, you need to shift yourself back into the will of God, the rhythm and the seasons of God. So in summary, what we have learned today, we've learned to recognize some signs when we are walking in the will of God. And we can use this as markers to check that we are walking in the right direction with God. And if we are seeing none of these markers in our lives, my advice to you is then not to assume not to simply assume that, oh, I'm not any criminal, so I must be living a good life in God. But if you are not seeing any of these signs of His guidance, His favor, you may be living a good life for God, but not your best life yet. And that's okay, right? Because... Not everybody actually have the conviction and wants to go through all the difficulty to live their best destiny for God. Because it's too tiring or it demands too much of us. So to each his own right, we are not here to force anyone. But there are some of us who are very curious about what is God's best destiny for me? There are some of us known as the remnant that is not satisfied with how things are currently going at the moment. And we know that there is something more, there is a better life, there is a better way of doing things where there is less corruption, less tyranny. 
and more blessing, more power, more enablement to walk in good health, in forgiveness, in love, in giving to others. I want to encourage you, if you are one of those that is clear that you want to live your life for God, and you are experiencing some of these things, both the good and the bad, but it's always good because the good of God in you can overcome the bad. I want to tell you that you are so favored and God just smiles whenever He looks at you because He knows your heart and He's proud of you and He loves you so much. That is why He is making all these responses to even show you that He's got you covered. Let's encourage each other along the way as we try to live our best life for God. And we continue to learn from God and He continues to open our eyes to His great things. I bless you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Amen.